0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Between Scorch and Shade. Uh, this time, we will be introducing Emily and her character, Lexia Nexus. Uh, this one's a pretty good one. The music that you're listening to right now Dawn by Annie, and all the other music is by Kevin McLeod, and you can find his music at Incomtech.com. Yeah, and without further ado, let's get on with the show. Emily, well, uh, can I get you first off to introduce uh, who you're playing as in this game? Absolutely. Uh,
1: I am playing as Lexia Nexus, uh, who is a hill dwarf. Uh, she comes from a family of lexographers uh, who they pretty much like to... Uh, they're, they're archaeologists of language. Uh, so her mother's name is... Thesora, her father's name is Dixious. Uh and she has twin uh, twin siblings whose names are uh, Miriam and Webster. And uh,
0: to be clear, they're um to be clear they're twins, but you're not their twin.
1: Correct. Yes. Um, she uh she is a wizard. Uh, she does conjuration. Um, she has a background in research because she really likes languages uh, and where she kind of differs from her parents who and her siblings who really like the history of words and compiling words uh, she's interested in that too but she also really likes to use that knowledge to uh, discover and unearth uh, like fairy tales or fairy stories if you're a Tolkienite um, and uh, she also likes to like look into mythologies and see how... Different races are connected through through story. Um. I think. What else do I need to tell you about? Um. Just sort of uh
0: your your race and class. Uh.
1: Yep. She's a hill dwarf. She uh stands at a good at a good three and a half feet tall. Um. She's a little she's a little on the shorter side. Uh, but she likes to think that she's taller. Um. She has uh long curly kind of red hair uh she's a-, a wizard so she's which makes sense for her because she really likes reading a lot um and she she likes the school of conjuration oh, quite a bit uh i think personality wise uh she she is booky um, but she doesn't really mind speaking up every so often. But she's still trying to find her voice. So her main her main goal is to try to like, kind of bring honor to her folks, um, but also create her own identity away from them. So
0: you're very um as a dwarf, you're sort of devoted to your craft, and your craft is uh, lexography, Yeah. 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 Cool. Sounds excellent. So you ready to uh, you ready to jump into it?
1: I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm hip hopping.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh. <laughs> so you, uh, your family, and a um, uh, quite a large ex- uh, expedition actually have been um, traversing through the jungles of Tro- Chult for the better part of three months now. You've uh, you've got word from a um, after a group of adventurers came out of the jungle. Uh, uh, a few months back, that um, one—the death curse that had uh, been uh, affecting people all over the world, who were um, preventing them from being brought back to life—that death curse has ended, and the uh, the soulmonger or, or um, the, the malicious entity behind it had been defeated, and now the lost city of Omu, that had uh, an, a long lost uh, city in the middle of the um, Chaltan jungles, has been rediscovered and ripe for uh, exploration by archaeologists and the like. So, so, yes, you and your family, uh, along with this expedition, have um, just recently arrived at the edge of this lost city. And you look uh, from atop this cliff face into this sunken uh, sinkhole uh, in which the city sits. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a tremendous sight, as there are all these stone buildings all over the place, of a, um, uh, uh, arranged in, in neatly lined streets, but... Uh, they're all overgrown with uh, vines and and moss and, and, and the like so uh, you've got a ruined situation on your head um, yeah so we'll, we'll, how do you how you how are you reacting to finally finding this lost ancient city
1: oh I'm I'm very excited um, I've I, I've kind of got uh, a map that my parents have given me and my main duty I think so far is just to kind of then... cartographing like the different uh the different paths that we've been taking um but uh no I'm, I'm I'm very into it I'm not very into the bugs she hasn't really been ever very into the bugs they bug her a lot but uh she's not gonna let that ruin her ruin journey so she's just swatting at them and moving forward.
0: All right, so from the at, at the front of the expedition, your guide that you brought with you, a um a dracotaur, uh, uh warrior has, who has been leading you through the jungles of Tront. Uh Do you know what a is? I don't. A uh, dracotaur is um half uh, uh like dragonborn, half half horse. Ooh,
1: okay.
0: So like a like a dragonborn centaur, centaur, but the the horse half isn't like a horse; it's all scaly and and stuff. And what's his name or her name? Uh, his name is um, yeah. uh, Semnin. A semnin? Uh, just, just Semnin. Oh, yeah, okay. Semnin says, uh, everyone, let's go into the city. It'll be nightfall soon. Uh, we don't want to be in the jungles any longer than we have to.
1: Um, why don't we have to be in the jungles longer? Is Is there something that I should be worried about? Have
0: you enjoyed being in
1: the jungles this entire time? Uh, not, not the bugs per se, but I like, I, I like it fairly much. Did
0: you enjoy the zombies we had to fight, and the dinosaurs, the, uh, the diseases? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, now that you mention it, yes, I, I didn't mind that so much. I, yeah, I didn't care for that.
0: Well, so, without further ado, let's enter the city where it'll be safer, I believe. And you, um, you begin to traverse your way down these, um, these these slope ramps along these cliff faces. Into the main city, uh, and your your father, who's walking along beside, is like, "Oh, this is uh, this is looking real exciting. I'm uh, uh I'd love to, I'd love to see what sort of things we can find. The uh, old um, are, are, are fascinating people. We, we just really don't know much about them at all."
1: What, uh, what do you think is, what do you think going to separate these guys from the other the other races
0: we've been studying lately, Dad? Uh, well, first first of um. You know that uh, Omu isn't uh, the Omuans weren't uh, like a race of people. Uh, they're oh. a culture of people. They're not like it's not like these are dwarves. They're uh, they were like um, it's like how the city of Waterdeep has like a bunch of people in it. Okay. Let me rephrase my question then.
1: Uh... <laughs> um, what do you expect that we can learn from the Om- Omu Amu?
0: Yeah. I- Omu, Omu, wins. Okay. Omu is the city.
1: What do you think that we? What do you think we can expect to learn from the Omu?
0: Uh, I don't know, but that's that's what I think is so exciting. You know, you never know what you're going to discover. That's why the unknowns. That's why the unknowns so cool. Mm-hmm. That's us uh, that's that's how All
1: right, and she hurries as lo- as quick as she can with her three foot, three and a half foot structure.
0: Yeah. So over the next uh, few hours, you um you have to set up camp and all of that sort of stuff. You um. And by the time that's all finished, and you know, posting guards, making sure nobody's around... The adventurers who came through here initially and discovered it say that they, they cleared it up pretty well, but from the way they talk to you when uh, they told you about this expedition, they seem like a bunch of chuffle fucks, you know? Typical adventurers. So uh, mm-hmm. you're not sure how, wh- how well a job they did, so you're all on your toes. And uh, by the time you finish, up, finish setting up camp, uh, it's getting too late to do any work, so you're going to have to wait until the next morning.
1: Okay, um, I think uh, she she pulls out her spell book and I, at the at the back of it, kind of like how a planner works. So the front of it's all like spells that she's been trying to figure out and learn, uh, but at the back of it, it's like a journal, and she starts writing in a, a little bit about how the journey's been so far, about how stupid she felt for about the dinosaurs and the zombies, um, and. Uh, her trepidations about the people who are going on this expedition with her.
0: So uh, what trepidations are they?
1: She, she's always had a big respect for adventurers, but uh, I think on this particular expedition, um, she was expecting it to be more of an academic pursuit. And uh, I think that some of the people that she's been around haven't been treating this as... as uh, with as much gravity as she has, um, and that's that's kind of what worries her, and she doesn't want any of the research that they're doing to get destroyed or to or to get uh, overlooked or something like that.
0: Yeah, because absolutely, while you do have um, some academics in your uh, in your cohort, your family included, um, the majority of people here are sort of here for their their skills at either traversing the jungle or um, exploring ancient ruins. A lot of treasure hunters and a lot of basically mercenaries are involved. So uh, it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit at, at unease. <laughs> yeah. But as the, um, as, as you, as use a bed down for the night and, um, you, you sleep under the stars as they, you can see them above so far from any, any civilization, they seem, uh, brighter than ever. You, uh, you weren't able to see the stars very much traversing through the jungle because of the thick foliage. And now you can see them clearly. And, um, you wake up the next morning feeling uh, refreshed and full of energy, ready for, ready for your day of, of scholarly research. Ah, oh, and she is so
1: ready. <laughs> uh, I like to think that she brings along with her her special like, archaeology glasses, and they're those that like kind of hang around your neck and they separate at the nose. So it's like she <laughs> separates them and then she lets them come back together on her face. Um, (laughs) and she also has her trusty compass that her, uh, brother found on, like, an expedition a while ago through some elvish ruins. Um, and that's kind of, like, her lucky token.
0: Uh, where where did he find it?
1: Um, I think through some elvish ruins that they, that he and her sister had gone on their own expedition a while
0: ago. Well, I'm just like, it's a lucky compass, but, like, it belonged to somebody else, and I guess they lost it, so it's not their lucky compass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, not all those who wander are lost, except, you know, if you would lost your lucky compass. But she's found it, yeah. so she's okay. <laughs> but,
0: uh, so, um, the leader of the expedition, uh, a, a human uh, aristocrat um, man who called, uh, you know, you know him as William Byron, he, uh, he gets up and says, all right, well, so, um, yes, listen up here. We are. We're heading over to that temple over there first. You, you can you can see it all clearly because it's the one with a large skull on the top of the building. So uh, keep that in mind. Skull first, everybody. You got that clear? All right. that's where we're going first. Uh, we'll we'll meet there after breakfast. Uh, just 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 making sure you're on And remember, I'm in charge. And he sort of steps down again and uh, goes about what he's doing. Um, I think she kind of rolls her
1: eyes and looks over at her dad and goes, "Huh, <laughs> typical rich boy."
0: Jesus. He shrugs. like, "Well, he, he has done some good research, I guess." That's not even your dad's voice at all. Uh, he has a uh, he has done some <laughs> good research, but yeah, no, I I know I, he's he, he's a bit of a, a prancy fuck, isn't he?
1: <laughs> Just a little bit, Dad. <laughs> um, sorry. And in my notes, I wrote him down as English rich boy. <laughs> I hope that's
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's good. You can, um, you, you won't be insulting me. It's actually like, I'm stealing this from one of my brother's player characters, so.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, he, his name is also William Byron, and I don't <laughs> know how much, how much more yeah. English you get than that.
0: All right, so, um, uh, what are you doing uh, between now and, um, hanging out of the cave? Oh, not the cave, the temple, the skull temple, if anything.
1: Uh, I think I've, I've been hanging out with my dad a bit, and I think my dad's gonna start kind of getting his party together. Um I think I wanna go over and talk to uh, to my sister. Um is she would it be better if they weren't on this journey? Would it be better if it was just my parents?
0: I mean you mentioned before you like they do they're making the dictionary, so maybe they're off in um like Baldur's Gate or something and that's that's their sort of project they've been doing for the last I don't know, decades or decade or two. Okay, cool. That works for me. Yeah, I guess how old are you exactly like as a, as a dwarf
1: um I like to think I, I always like playing characters that are close to my own age uh, so I think she's gonna be uh, in her late 20s I think she's about 28 so um
0: in like she would be the dwarf equivalent of 28. yes okay so about times three is about the metric so um uh something there's a there's an equation there
1: <laughs> okay. Here, I could just pull out my calculator really quick and we can say that for now and then we can fix it in post. Twenty eight Eighty four. Alright, yeah, So she's eighty four. And I think her siblings have an extra maybe 50, 50 or sixty years on her. Yeah. So she's she's very much the baby. She's like the whoops a baby.
0: Yeah. They've already That's moved nice. out and already got their own academic career going. You're still uh you're still doing your the same the same stuff as your parents. Yeah. This is really their. This is really their expedition. You're just sort of tagging along.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, her dad is who she goes to, I think, to like joke around and to maybe speak more to expeditious stuff. And I think her mom is kind of her. Um, she she talks to her about like academics and a little bit more of like how she's feeling in a moment. Um, so I think she's going to go to her mom just to kind of reassess. Um, yeah, like her purpose there, and to make sure a few other
0: things. Yeah, so you go to your mother, and she she greets you. Hello, oh, hello, hello. How are you doing?
1: Oh, you know, okay. A couple of mosquitoes got me last night, but eh, I'm I'm doing all
0: right. Yeah. So are you, you ready to uh, explore this place? It's, it's been a long time coming.
1: Uh, she pauses and she looks back over at the skull that's on, atop of the of the temple, and she uh, looks back to her mom and says. Well, I am. I just have a few reservations about the whole skull thing, um, and just wanting to make sure I don't get in the way of too much. Oh, don't
0: worry, we will be fine. If there is anything um, troubling in there, we've got plenty of uh, plenty of uh, backup to help us deal with it.
1: But have have you ever?
0: And you you yourself are a capable wizard. You know that, right? Well,
1: I. I... I still only have four first level spell slots, Mom. <laughs> uh, uh, and I, I know that from time to time, but I feel like with each expedition we go on, I feel less and less prepared. And I don't know how you how you're able to keep moving.
0: I think I think you just need to find your own path. Really, you um, while you're here doing what your father and I want, you, it's not your true. It's not your true calling. I think I think maybe the next expedition you go on is should be yours.
1: Okay, we'll we'll see if we're able to survive this one, right?
0: I'm sure we'll be just fine.
1: All right. Um, and she smiles and she kind of kicks a small rock, and goes, uh, "Well, hopefully, I won't have to use too much of my wizarding skills because all these beefy mercenary guys will be able to take care of that for us." Yes.
0: And from across the camp, you hear uh, William Byron shouting,
1: All right, everybody, to the temple, let's go! She looks at her mom one more time and goes, Because Lord knows William Byron isn't going to be able to help us much.
0: Yes, well, he, yeah, I know. We'll we, we make do with who we be given. <laughs> and then uh, she starts to head off with the rest of the party. You you all start to move into, <laughs> um, into this temple. Uh, and um, it's full of all of these um uh, uh, sort of... Murals. Uh, it's full of all these murals of these um, depictions of death uh, and uh, and violence and people being sacrificed and skeletons and uh, and so it's 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 quite a grim stuff. You're guessing just from the context that there is some s- probably probably some uh, some relation to worshipping some sort of death god potentially. It's hard to say. In the center of the, uh, the center of the room, there is this uh, you know two uh, main things. There is one, a very large sarcophagus standing upright, uh, adorned in gold with a, um, a a beautiful face mask on. Uh, it's quite uh, uh, encrusted with precious metals and gems. Uh, all around the room there are much simpler sarcophaguses of a similar design. But above that main sarcophagus uh, there is um, a piece of text in Old um, uh the language of the Imulan people. Uh, and I think you... Um, you actually know a bit of O not entirely um, and uh, mm-hmm. but honestly it's just it's just a hobby you sort of picked up and um, nobody else uh, who's he who's in the temple right now there are some mm-hmm. other people outside who know it who know it better than you but right now in the room you're the only one who can, who can read it and so um, uh, you you can read it and you can pronounce it and I might just um, I might send this in the text so you can read out what it says.
1: Sim Latham. Sib, no
0: Darren. And so, um, just the way Oldu Uma- uh, Mut works, uh, it's quite it's 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 a bit odd. Um, a lot of it's uh, like any language is contextual, um, but particularly yeah, with this one. Um, and uh, typically, you um would when talking to somebody, you know, the language itself changes depending on uh, who you're talking to and the context of where the language is found. And so in the context of finding it in this temple, which you don't fully understand what it's for, you the exact um the smaller words, uh sort of the not the ones that aren't announced, the they don't uh you can't immediately decipher what they are. But you would know that um is uh can mean organs or heart or soul or blood or being. It's sort of all of those sort of things, a little bit depending on what it is, uh, Tevandi can mean death, or end, or safety, and um, Daren can mean destroy, remove, rend, half, or divide. Um, obviously, there are more. They they can mean more things, uh, but from what you remember, that, that sort of seems like along those lines.
1: Mm-hmm. And. I'm sorry, so Darren was
0: split? Uh, dis- destroy, remove, rend, half, and divide. Those That that sort of... Obviously split could be too, because it's not, it's not like a perfect translation sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that, mm. those kind of ideas.
1: I'm just going to say really quick, I'm really excited by the way language is working already in this. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I like how it's, like, dissecting it, so... Oh,
0: I'm such a nerd. I mean, the, um... Just in the bit in the book I was like stealing this from. Like, it just says like, yeah, just make a, make a, um, make like a check. I'm like, eh, nah. <laughs>
1: and I just want to double check too. Tavandi can either mean like death or safety. Uh, or end. Loosely? Or end. Yep. Okay. Huh. Well, my brain, or her brain right now, is assuming that at least da. And "sib" are kind of like articles. Hmm. Uh, so something of organs of something.
0: You also um, keep in mind you don't know the syntax either. You don't know. Um, uh, you don't know which order the words go in. It, it wouldn't be like English. Oh, that's right. Not everything's <laughs> English, I gotta get that out of my brain, huh? So um, as, as you're sort of doing that, um, one of the um, the mercenaries, a, um, a, a female human. Like full plate armor with a, a, a great axe on her back. She just sort of steps forward and is like, hey, uh, well, is this is this gold? And she, uh, sort of touches the, goes to reach out and touch the sarcophagus. And, um,
1: uh, I reach out in that same moment. I'm like, no, please don't touch anything. So,
0: no, it'll be fine. I'll just, I'll just see if it's gold or not. All right. And she's, she's reaching out once more and she begins to, uh, open up the sarcophagus,
1: kind of run over to her. And I try to forcibly make space between her and the coffin, and I'm saying, no, I'm, I'm still in the process of looking at what the text means, and I don't think that this is a good idea to look in the sarcophagus, and I'm trying to, like, so push her out of the a way. I I think. Um, which... And it's gonna be yeah.
0: contested, because I think she's gonna try to push you out <gasps> of the way. It's my
1: worst one! So that's a... <laughs> that's a ten minus
0: one, so that's gonna be a nine. She just sort of shoves you aside and just uh, uh, cracks the sarcophagus open and immediately this um, thick black fog starts flowing out of the bottom. And you hear this (sighs) coming from inside. (sighs) As this bandaged hand comes creeping out around it and starts to um, push the sarcophagus open. Around you there's this as all of the other um, less intricately uh, decorated sarcophagus is open and uh, the dead corpses of zombies start pouring out. Immediately uh, it, chaos erupts around everybody as they rush into combat against these zombies and uh, in front of you in, from this main sarcophagus a full blown mummy steps out. Ugh. <laughs> I would just like to preface saying that before,
1: <laughs> before this started uh, Kai was very much like oh yeah this is going to be like just, you know, really easy. And now he's, like, throwing all these mummies in my direction.
0: So Just the one mummy. The rest is zombies.
1: Ah, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. Um, uh, I would like to, I would like it to be canon that Lex, Lex, uh, Lexi, oh my god, Lexi doesn't like zombies or the undead. What? And, uh, <laughs> she's a little trepidatious about this. Um, so the mummy is looking at her right now?
0: The, the way the door opened, it sort of pushed uh-huh. you, because you were standing in front of the door, uh, it sort of pushed you out of the way, and the mummy is sort of looking right at this mercenary that um, uh, uh, unleashed it from its tomb. And um, you sort of peer around the door to actually see what's going on, and you see this mummy with, um, stepping out of this sarcophagus with its four canopic jars at its feet.
1: Um, before I get into combat, can I make either a history check or uh, use my researcher background feature and try to think of anything about the Omu the Omuan people that I think I could say or do to stop or at least to halt them really quick Uh, okay so make a history check Uh, that's gonna be a 16 plus so that's gonna be plus 5 so that's
0: 21 okay so 21 so 21, you absolutely know, the, um, the, the uh, Umuans, uh, they used, uh, they would mummify, um, particular people. T- uh, tended to be, um, great warriors, um, who would then go on to, um, guard their places of worship and tombs after they had died. Uh, so they could continue to be uh, protectors that they were. Um, and, uh, the, um, the Umu- particularly, um, had particularly powerful mummies, as they, uh, laid powerful, um, uh, what's the opposite of a curse where magic's good?
1: Uh, like a blessing?
0: Uh, yeah, but more undead. A powerful undead blessing on them. Uh, uh, it, it's typical. You don't know what. Um, you don't know if this one has one or uh, if it does, what that blessing is. But um, but yeah, that is typical. But the thing is, there is always um, there's always a way to uh, remove that blessing if should should people need to um, uh, need to put the money down if they get out of control or whatever. And that's usually uh, that the way to do so is usually sort of uh, in the room that the mummy is.
1: Okay. So there's an artifact in the room usually for a blessing. Um, so at this point, I think we're
0: going to get you to roll for initiative. Okay. You can still act and stuff in combat. Though. Of
1: course. Okay. So is ah damn it. Okay. <laughs> I got a uh,
0: twelve. Okay. Cool. So you go first.
1: Oh boy! All right. Um,
0: yeah. So as you look around, you the um, this entire temple has uh, erupted into chaos. Um, there's, there's zombies attacking um, expedition members and, and mercenaries everywhere. But most of most of the zombies and, and your fellow uh, and your fellow expedition members they seem to be tied up fighting each other. Um, the only the only people uh, you're directly um, engaging with are this uh, this mercenary. Who, um, still don't know the name of. Uh, and the main main chief thing that's sort of got your attention right now is the mummy
1: itself. I think what I'm uh, gonna do to start off is I'm gonna cast magic weapon on my on my quarterstaff. So uh, I so I uh, go ahead and I special touch my my weapon so it gets a plus one bonus to attack and damage. Um,
0: you special touch your weapon.
1: <laughs> I special touch it. <laughs> I like to think that I kind of treat it like guitar hero. So like on my mage weapon like there I put like little knobs on it and I do a sweet so like, little quick you, number.
0: You special touch you special touch the knobs on your weapon. <sighs> okay.
1: Yeah, so that way she feels she, she feels special about it. Yeah. Um and do I know the person's name who opened
0: Um yeah, you do. It's it's um it's it's still uh, you, you still have your movement if you want to do anything.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I I kind of angle myself a little bit closer to where the boss fight is happening. And I shout out to my very stupid adventuring friend. If you can, try to keep an eye out for just anything that's along like the walls to, to attack. These guys are very strong. Um... And I think it's coming from
0: a very genuine place. Yeah, she's just like, oh, okay, okay uh, yeah. <laughs> just sort of like you know, a bit of fear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the um, the mummy uh, sort of glares uh, uh, at at Sildren, and um, uh, there seems to be like almost like a magical sort of force uh, in, in that glare, but it's, it's taking her. Uh, but um, but Sildren sort of just like, like uh, pulls her, her great axe out and is ready to fight, uh, and um. But then the, the the mummy attacks with one of its rotting fists, slamming it into Sildren. Uh But she like um, butts it away with her battle axe, uh, and Sildren, uh immediately tries to uh, uh, retaliate with her battle axe, uh, and and hits bodily into the mummy's shoulder. Uh, but instantly the um the battle axe just sort of stops, uh, and doesn't seem to penetrate the mummy at all. There seems to be this um this light blue sort of a crystalline warbling sort of magics uh, appearing where the axe is making contact with the mummy. And the mummy just sort of, like, croaks and glares, tilting its head. It's your turn again.
1: Um, the way that you play, do you count perception checks as an action or as a minor action? It is an action. Okay. Um, just because she's... Uh, I- I feel worried about her, and I'm also nervous because it doesn't look like blunt force does much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's going to make a perception check uh, along along the walls to see if there's anything that sticks out to her that that might help to disengage the the bless the the blessing.
0: Okay, so make a. But this is probably more of an investigation check.
1: Okay, that works better for me because I am proficient in that all right um so that is going to be <laughs> I I don't know
0: how I'm doing so well rolling today Kai but that was a 17 plus five all right so um you look around the room there are these um mosaics of these um sort of uh uh sort of like uh acts of violence but most of them there doesn't seem to be much meaning conveyed in any of them They just seem to be violence for violence's sake at first glance there's probably some deeper spiritual meaning but you can't gather that just from looking at them straight away um, the one thing that does stand out however is that cuneiform script uh in old Uma, um 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 you something about it seems like its position <laughs> above the sarcophagus um suggests that maybe maybe it is it, it's connected to the mummy
1: okay i i what's what's the person's name sildar or sil sildren sildren all right um I look over at Sildred and I go, that that last hit wasn't very good and I don't think that's against you, but maybe try attacking the script. And I point, um, uh, I point at the text above the sarcophagus and say, I'll be here for you too. And uh, I nervously smile and I kind of, I ready my quarterstaff to show her that, you know, I'm also going to be in this with them. Um, And I move a little bit closer toward uh,
0: Sildren. Okay, so um, uh, the mummy then sort of, like, glares at you. And uh, even though its eyes are covered in bandages, you feel like there's a a burning presence beneath them. You can almost... Oh, no. You can't see it, but you just... You know there are eyes under there. Um, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh,
1: Ah, no. That's going to be... That's going to be a ten... Plus,
0: uh, 10 plus 2. You, um... You, uh, 12. You feel this overwhelming, uh, urgency and fear building up inside of you, but you, you push it back, and you realise, no, this is... I can handle myself. This is, this is just a monster. And, um, you, you fight off the, um, the, the frightening that it was trying to do to you. Then the, uh, the mummy also whips around with one of its, uh, running fists once again, and attacks, uh, uh Hitting it, dealing ah, uh, d- d- oh, d- d- mm-hmm. don't need to tell you how much damage. Still, okay, yeah. So, uh, so it, it hits her square in the face, and you see this um, you see some of the life draining out of her as it hits, and she sort of gets like, uh, her face seems to wrinkle a bit. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, so, um, so, so sort of pulling back a bit, she gets up once more and swings her axe above the I mummy mean, this time, straight towards uh, these uh. this this cuneiform script, uh, sorry, hitting the rock face with this CLANK, and, uh, uh, some of the words shatter, and uh, bits of rock fall away, um, but there's no obvious discernible change. (sighs) Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, sorry, whose turn is it again now?
0: Uh, It'd be now, it'd be your turn now.
1: I'm thinking right now that if one of the words refers to organs, and, like, darn, it's about, like, destroying, I think... Are, are there, I'm thinking like Egyptian, is there any, like, a, are there any, like, jars or something in the room that might have held valuables to the people?
0: Uh, you did, when the, when the sarcophagus door opened, you did see, uh, uh, just behind the, the mummy's legs, there were four canopic jars.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to try to get over there and try to destroy some of the jars.
0: Yeah. So the the mummy is basically standing right in front of the jars. Oh. And then, um, uh, Sildren is standing right in front of the mummy, and you're sort of like just behind the two of them.
1: Okay. Um, so I have to think of a fun way to maneuver
0: around them, don't I? I mean, what do what you, what do you, what do you want to do to these jars?
1: Um, I'm going to, I'm going to want to try to use my quarter staff and just like hit them. Okay. You...
0: Like, just try to destroy them a little bit. You could definitely like run up next to the sarcophagus and just sort of poke past them easily enough. Okay. Then I would like to do that, then. All right, so you, are, uh, you, you run up uh, next to this. Let me make an attack roll targeting a canopic jar. All right. Mm, okay, that mm-hmm. is not great. It's it's not a moving target. You what should be tired here. All
1: right, it, it, it is... Uh, uh-huh. And I just wanted to double-check this. So a quarter staff is bludgeoning damage. Uh, or, so would I be adding a strength modifier to this to attack?
0: Uh, it as a melee weapon, you add your strength modifier, yes.
1: Ah, alright. Well, thankfully I get a plus two because I'm good with quarterstaffs, which is great when you roll a two. Uh, so uh, with my strength, that's a minus one. Uh, so that'll be uh, a three.
0: And Considering that it's just a jar sitting there on the ground, um, a three actually does, you do impact it and do hit it. Um, uh, roll for damage.
1: Okay. Uh, and that is going to be a uh, a three. A three.
0: Um. Uh. It's magic, so plus one, yeah.
1: Oh, and plus, yeah. So it's a. It's going to be a four for you. Yeah.
0: yeah. So with a four, you sort of crack this um this uh, fragile uh ceramic uh ceramic jar, and this um black vile ooze drips out. As you can see, um the uh, the long rotted remains of um of a liver uh, there, and it sort of crumbles into dust. And the, uh, the mummy sort of writhes in pain as this happens, screaming with a terrible. Uh, it seems to be quite hurt at this. Oh, good. Uh, however, uh, it is now the mummy's turn. And. Ah, oh, shit. It, um. But I was just doing so well, Kai. One of its uh, nulled, uh, bandaged hands comes swinging towards you for a 12 to hit.
1: Uh, I have 12 armor class.
0: Oof. <laughs> okay so you um you take seven uh uh bludgeoning damage as it hits you and so there's this um there's this vile energy okay. sort of um and you feel like your life force uh being sucked out of you and your temp uh your, your maximum hit points are also reduced by seven. Who
1: boy okay uh okay um all right so we're cool we're cool for right now very nervous, because if you remember, I am a wizard, and wizards are notoriously not very good at getting punched, so mm. hang it in there.
0: Uh, and so um, it, it's it's uh, Cildren's turn now. Uh, having seen what, what uh, what's going on, she sort of um, whips her battle axe forward and tries to go for another canopic jar. Uh, but with a critical uh, failure, she just sort of whiffs completely and she sort of drops her battle axe on the ground. She's trying to scramble to pick it up, but it's just it's oh, not no. going well for her. Uh, we come back to uh, your turn again.
1: Okay, um, I, I don't like getting hit, and I realize that the organs are probably my best bet right now um, because I do not want to die. That is not something I am a fan of. Um, uh, and <laughs> Let me just will check the range on this one. I don't want to, don't want to destroy everybody. Uh... <laughs> hmm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for your opinion really quick, really quick uh, I would like to cast witch bolt all right yeah yeah um, I, I want to it's that good good lightning damage um, am, am I gonna
0: be am mm. I gonna be okay I don't uh, you're targeting ceramics um, so I uh, just you're a wizard you understand how these magics work so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the benefit um lightning uh, Lightning damage either hurts because it stops your heart and kills you like that, Mm -hmm. or it burns. Um, The ceramics don't have a heart, and ceramic is famous for being very, very heat resistant. Yes. So, maybe? Mm. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) Emily, do you have any AOE things? Yes. Maybe. Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, let me let me just double check what I got here really quick, sir. <laughs> let me hope that I I grabbed an AOE attack. I I don't think I I did that. I think I was very stupid and I didn't do that.
0: Surely, like surely, magic missile, maybe. Um.
1: Well, I'll yeah. tell you what I do have. Uh, because of cantrips, I love predisdictation. so I have that. Uh, I've mm-hmm. blade board and shocking grasp. Uh, none of these are area of attacks. Uh, they're all like a. They're ranged, or they're my, uh, or they're my mat. Oh well, my web <laughs> could technically count, but that wouldn't really do anything. to anything. So I do not have any Aoes because I am a dum <laughs> and I'm always afraid of hurting too many oh, people. Fair. So I usually stay away from them. Uh, did
0: you did you pick magic missile? Let's see,
1: well, oh, I did
0: pick magic missile.
1: Can I do a magic? Can I do a magic missile?
0: <laughs> you can absolutely do magic missile. I'm, I'm I'm so proud that you came up with it. such a wonderful idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, so you 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 fire these three arcane bolts, presumably one at each jar. Uh yes, please. And um, uh, so they each impact on each of the jars. One, two, three. Uh, roll for damage.
1: All right. So it's gonna be three. Oh wait, why
0: are you doing that? Look. <laughs> um. Yeah.
1: Do, do I technically have to roll
0: for it because they're jars? Uh, this is a stupid question to ask indeedy. I'm just gonna roll. I I mean, I like they I decide I don't know why I'm getting to roll for it. They all have they all have one hit point each. I don't know why I'm getting to roll for all. They each go crack, crack, crack! And these um uh, you see the, the, the lungs, the uh, the kidneys and the stomach. I hope those are the right organs. I think they're the right organs. <laughs> uh, the lungs are the, the um the kidneys and the stomach. All the right organs are in a different room. Well, it's not the heart, because I know they take the heart out and they put the heart back in, and it's not the brain because they take the brain out and they chuck it away. Um, but yeah, so they, they, they fall out of these jars, and again they turn to this thick black ichor uh, and start to disintegrate, and, then, and this time the mummy just sort of sort of, uh, falls backwards in a um, uh, in, in sort of spiralling fashion, uh, sort of disintegrating and turning into a, uh, a, like a, a, a dust cloud of this thick black uh, fog and also um, parts of it melting away into this uh, this ichor as well. Uh, you look around the room around you and see all of the zombies that um, your fellow expeditioners had um, had begun to engage. They also are being disposed of in a similar manner, seemingly tied to the mummy itself. Uh, and with that, these um, putrid uh, remains left on the ground. Uh, the Initiative has ended.
1: Woohoo! I think that um, Alexia runs over to. Um... Oh God! I'm gonna remember names. Where did I write you down? Sildren. Uh She kind of moves over towards Sildren and uh, puts her hand on her shoulder and is like, "Are Are you okay? Are you doing all right? You seem to."
0: Yeah, no, I I, I think I'm okay. I just feel a bit sickly. You don't look so. <laughs> you don't look so good yourself.
1: Um, how am I feeling at this moment? I, I am fairly close to
0: death. <laughs> Uh, yeah so as, as um, your maximum hit points have been reduced you're you're it's, it's just sort of um feel like you're just really tired all of a sudden, um just inexplicably so but mm-hmm. uh in the moment of the mummy's death, it got a little bit better,
1: okay, I kind of hold my uh my chest and I say, uh, well, you know not not too bad um do I think it's best if we maybe get out of here for the moment and go find go find the medical team. Yeah, I I, would agree.
0: Um and I'll definitely uh I'll definitely listen to you next time you tell me not to touch something.
1: It's okay. (laughs) That's okay. All that glitters isn't gold.
0: I mean it does Um, look like real gold though. I do want to lay (laughs) claim on that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um before we uh, I don't know. Before we leave, could I like hmm, never mind. I don't really know. Part of me wants to just make like a perception check of the room, just to see if I can draw any extra information
0: before I leave. But
1: I also don't know what what I'd be looking for exactly.
0: Okay, so with um, if you just want to do a general sort of um, probably again mm-hmm. investigation because you're just trying to discern what's here as opposed yeah. to spot what you don't know is there. Um, if you're just doing generally, you the information, any information you gather won't be as specific. So um, yeah, so make a make an investigation
1: Okay. <laughs> Plus my five. That's gonna be a thirteen.
0: Thirteen? Um, yeah. Yeah, you you from the looks of it, you think that the current danger has definitely passed. Um and uh that it's it it seems to be a sort of security mechanism, um, maybe suggesting there's a treasure hoard somewhere.
1: Okay. Um, and I think that's all she really she really needs. Um and uh she kind of <laughs> as best as she can uh tries to help children uh, out, of, out of the temple area and back mm. to the main camp. Yeah, so uh,
0: you, you go back to the main camp and you, you receive some, um, some, some, uh, some magical healing. And uh, after, a, after a long rest and all of that, you, uh, the next day you're feeling as, as good as you were before. You're, you're feeling all right. And uh, you, um, you continue to work uh, on this expedition for the next few weeks. Uh, are you, uh, do you have anything particularly useful, like looking at why, you, why you're doing that, or just generally just mm. going where you're needed? It's it's generally pretty quiet. There aren't any more uh, zombie or mummy incidents, um, but you find a lot of uh, interesting uh, archaeological and lexicographical evidence that uh, supports a lot of your parents' theories, and um, but also disproves uh, probably a little bit more of them too. So
1: okay, I'm trying to think. Uh, has there after after that uh, event uh, have attitudes changed at all significantly or has everybody just been kind of like this is adventuring stuff this is what we do uh,
0: yeah it's, um, it's, it seems to be pretty standard there hasn't been enough incident yet but people are ready for something along those lines uh, okay it, 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 the, what you experienced is just that is in, in a d and world that is just archaeology that's, 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 that's part of it you have to deal with male- <laughs> malevolent undead unfortunately
1: ah <laughs> uh, poop <laughs> sounds good though Um, Cool. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, she's been a little bit more cautious now, because even though this is the world of D&D, she always has to remind herself that um, these things do happen. Um, And uh, especially because...
0: Luckily this time, um, sorry, luckily this time nobody was hurt. Uh, No, nobody was permanently hurt. Uh, (laughs) People were definitely hurt. Yeah. (laughs) No casualties.
1: I think she's just become a little bit more cautious and she definitely has a no touch rule that she, <laughs> that she carries along with her particular cohort. Um, and her rule is let's read the instruction manual first before we dive a little bit more. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. So a few weeks later, you, um, you're uh, actually di- working on a dig, you're, you're digging up uh, upper section and, um, your mother comes over to you and says, uh, uh Lexi, there's, um, there's something interesting's come up. Oh, um,
1: and just because I'm eating a pop tart, I'm going to imagine that Lexia also just took a quick nom on like a Cliff Bar.
0: <laughs> She's like, uh, what is it, Mom?" I thought uh, I just received a um a sending spell from an old, old friend of mine. Uh, he um he's he's looking for volunteers for an expedition, and I thought um, do you remember, if you remember our talk earlier? Uh, we had a few weeks back. Uh, maybe this is this is your time.
1: Oh, um, but and she kind of looks at the dig spot that isn't really bringing up too much stuff. Um, and she goes, but we've made so much headway. Are you, are you sure it's good for me to go so soon?
0: Uh, yeah, no, we, um, you, you do know we, we can manage without you. We, um, <laughs> No. like, not like that. No, listen. <laughs> no, no, no. I,
1: I out the Sorry. <laughs> I know where you're coming from. <laughs> <coughs> no i i i' um, uh, always
0: know you 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 did want to um, pursue your own interest yes uh
1: do you know do you know exactly what it would what it would entail? I've kind of gotten used to this mummy business
0: it's there wouldn't be any mummies he, he claims he's discovered uh something called a spell jamming drive i don't understand the specifics of it exactly it's um some sort of artificery but it allows him to um create crafts that fly uh out. Up into the sky and to other worlds, not other planes, other worlds, just like ours. Uh, that's, that's what he said in the in the in the in the message. Uh, and he's um. Uh, if, do you know anything about astro- astro- astronomy?
1: Um, me or Lexia. Lexia. Um, I think I think she's dabbled in it a little bit because stories tend to have references to, like, mm. to the stars. Um. Don't think that she's super well-versed, but she's interested in it.
0: Yeah, so you know that Toriel, the planet you're on currently, is the second planet from the sun. And um, the, th- the third planet from the sun is called Robus. And uh, it has been observed with telescopes. Uh, and um, it's unusual because it's known as a tidally locked planet, uh, which means one side of the sun always face- one side of the planet always faces the sun. And your mother says, Are he, um, he's wanting to go to Robus. He thinks he can just fly there. Any um there's no idea if there's people there or not, but if there are um we'll need a good lexographer to um to to be able to discern what they're saying i thought I thought you might be interested
1: um well i'm i'm'm I'm very interested uh and she kind of like takes the dirt off of her knees as she gets up. she goes, well i was i I knew that I would have to leave the nest. I just didn't know that I'd be leaving a whole planet behind. <laughs> Um, I, being worlds away from your parents is a little less... Oh, this is your choice, um... I mean, I mean, I would... I would love to go. Hmm? Do Do you think... Are Are you sure you or Dad wouldn't want to leave? You, you
0: have more experience than I do, and I'm still trying to figure out this kind of stuff. You know how long your father and I have been looking for uh, Omu? We We can't leave now. It's just, This is... This is, this is, this is our calling, and I, it's, I just, I, th- I feel like we both know that it's, it's, it's not yours. We, you, you, haven't been nearly as interested in it as I've seen. There's, there's, um, thing about, uh, Umuan is it's, the language is known. You've always wanted to sort of discover brand new languages, right?
1: Um, yeah, and, and stories, and, I I, th- I think... it just, this seems...
0: This, this seems like it might be might be the one.
1: She smiles and nods her head and says, "Um, I, th- I think you're right.
0: This expedition it leaves in a it leaves in a week's time from Waterdeep. We'll have to um, you we'll have to use the teleportation helm we found uh in the um in the crypts just north of here. Uh, feels a little bit odd using an artifact, but if we're going to get you there, it's the only way I can see we're just doing it." Uh, she winces a little bit
1: and she goes, "Uh, and in, in a <laughs> in an." Oh, God! who's afraid of flying? uh in a pop culture reference that I can't draw upon at the moment, <laughs> she akins
0: um Jack Ryan
1: sure, yeah, she does not like flying uh well, she doesn't mind flying, but the teleportation helmet is like her fear of flying she she <laughs> She trusts in it, but she feels uneasy about it <laughs> um, and she nods and goes, "Well. I, I guess
0: that'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, there was a week before um, you have to be there. So the next, the next day, you sort of like jeez. <laughs> so you, you spend the day um, saying goodbyes, and in the evening, your mother and your father uh, come over to you. Uh, your mother puts on the teleportation helm, and um, you, your hold hands, and the uh, the vistas of Omu and Chult disappear, as replaced by the docks of Waterdeep. And before you, you see three uh three identical ships uh each galleons inlaid with gold with um strange uh mechanical and uh, uh, arcane devices dotted all over uh, these presumably are the spell jamming ships that will be going on